0: This podcast is part of the Garnet Media Group podcast network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media Group's podcast and other student work at garnetmedia.org. Hey everyone! Welcome back to Inside
1: 1801. I'm your host, Aubriana Reeves. And I'm
2: Bryn Burke. And this week we have a super exciting guest, but first I want to talk about a few things on campus. First of all, me and Avriana's favorite the food delivery robots. <laughs> I am obsessed so with them.
1: Yeah, I saw um, a poll on like South Carolina chicks or something, and it was like, love them or hate them. And I was going to be really sad if a bunch of people said hate them, but the love them was winning because I just have some weird, like, emotional empathy for <laughs> these cute, adorable little robots. They're like <laughs> animals. It's like they when travel you travel in sad packs animal. and like when they like wait to cross the street <laughs> and like they don't like hit anyone. I mean, obviously not, but like <laughs> they're just so adorable.
2: I just love how they're always waiting together just in the most random spots too <laughs> they're all just directly next to each other perfectly spaced just ready to get to work and these robots want to work guys like use them i, know. I don't live on campus so i can't
1: but so. you know if we were still an e-squad we would be religiously <laughs>
2: using those robots um yeah i don't have this problem but my roommates have a little uber eats problem sometimes so imagine, i'm a doordash
1: fan guys
2: oh my gosh <laughs> if we had the food delivery robots in e squad i don't think that we would ever not have one waiting at our door
1: like i would also just use it i want to use it someday like just to see like how it works i kind of just want to follow it around like see <laughs> i don't know i just really am fascinated by the technology and they've been like this has been on the radar obviously for a very like long time it seems like and I'm so happy that they're finally here and roaming around campus.
2: <laughs> Me too, yeah, they're interesting to watch. But besides that, this week is Hoops Week, so that's very exciting. Do you wanna talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so Hoops Week um, on the, I'd say like Gamecock Entertainment side, they had summer doodles and I think they did a screening of air and then there was another event that i believe was a thursday after dark um but it's all super fun because it's centered around basketball and i love basketball it makes me so happy that our team is doing good this year obviously our women's team is always good thank you don staley both teams though <laughs> it's like unstoppable our men's i love team it. is it's insane like i just you know usually i'm like okay you know our men's basketball is going to be lousy um i'll go to a game or two just because i love it but like it's so exciting like seeing the energy around it this year and also like hoops week i think it's perfect timing like just beating tennessee and kentucky like two top 10 teams we just got ranked it's just it's perfect timing and we have an uber discount this weekend which at when this airs this will have been last <laughs> week but um it's really cool uber discount we'll talk about it a little bit in this episode but it's something that emmy and i campaigned on and we did a pilot for the clemson carolina game but getting implemented now like for the whole weekend of hoops week or whenever it runs out is cool because then people can use it like obviously just anytime throughout the weekend to make sure they're staying safe and not making any any poor choices on that side so Mm -hmm. it's exciting and student government is also hosting two tailgates one on Saturday for the men's game, and then one on Sunday for the women's game.
2: We'll be there on Sunday, but we Vers- don't have
1: tickets. Uh, versus <laughs> UConn, I am so mad at myself for not requesting a ticket sooner. I should have known. UConn uh, women's basketball is, like, so iconic.
2: Yeah, that taught me to stop being a procrastinator <laughs> because... Well, the basketball tickets never run out, though. I, I sh- but I should have known. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should have known. Well, I wouldn't know because I don't know anything about sports, so... I Like, is UConn... UConn is
1: like they used to be so with women's sports not I'm gonna make this very short but with women's like basketball like South Carolina we've been good for like a very (laughs) consistent amount of time now Mm -hmm. UConn was that for a very long time and they still are but like they won like the national championship like every single year like I don't even know how many they have but they have a lot of national championships
2: Mm, well that makes sense as to why it's sold out
1: I feel like I
2: want to get one of those tank tops that says, Go Sports. <laughs> that would be perfect for you. <laughs> I think that, that makes sense for me. Um, there's there's this one girl I follow on TikTok, and she makes a bunch of different sports-related baby tees and stuff, but I've they're all those. really funny. They're really funny.
1: <laughs> um, Maybe I'll get you one for your birthday. <laughs>
2: ooh, good idea, because I would love to wear that to the football game, because <laughs> I do know a little bit about basketball, I will say. About the actual game, not the whole all the teams. <laughs> uh football though i've tried i've tried learning and it's i know i haven't i haven't tried hard enough and i don't really care a lot so it's <laughs> don't right. tell anybody it's okay. i love our team <laughs>
1: um but yeah now we're just coming up on valentine's day okay and spring break <laughs> no one cares about my unpopular opinion on valentine's day but we were just talking about this with our friends I love Valentine's Day, and mind you, I have been single for all 20 years of my life, (laughs) and 20 whole years, 20 whole years, and I don't care one bit, because I think Valentine's Day is the cutest holiday, it's Mm. all about love, it can be with your family, with your friends, and Everything's pink and red, and it's just—it's just so it's I love just the duo-tone so colors of red yes. and pink together. It's just there's so much you can do with it, and I think that people need to stop painting on Valentine's Day just because they're single.
2: <laughs> yeah, I—I'm just kind of sick of the oh, I'm single. I can't, I can't <laughs> speak, I can't talk on this because I'm not single, guys. But <laughs> You're um <like> taken. <laughs> taken, but yeah, I feel like it's such a fun holiday, and I love. Galentine's. It's Galentine's so much fun. is the holiday. With all the flowers and just the cute little activities. I think it's so much fun. But yeah, Valentine's Day will be good, but spring break will be better. I am so <laughs> excited. I just need to get all of my school work done. Oh my gosh. And then gosh. all of those pre-spring break exams that teachers like to do. Oh yes, so fun. Yay. I'm, Once those are done though, it'll be
1: amazing. I'm extremely excited for spring break. Also that'll be after elections and we'll start transitioning then so that'll be a really interesting time um, the new execs will be here you know working on their you know transition things and all the administrative things and introductory Crazy. things which is just wild it's insane that the term is almost over but I don't like thinking about it because it makes me a little uneasy But yeah We're excited for spring I mean, that's
2: weird for me, too. I'm like, I can't tell people that my roommate is the student body vice president anymore.
1: The the (laughs) Emeritus. Former,
2: former student body vice president. I love bragging about that.
1: Yeah, you know that girl on Blackboard? That's my roommate, so. (laughs) Uh, Well, thankfully, I won't have to get that out in public anymore, so that'll be (laughs) fine.
2: Yeah, well, speaking of, we are so excited to have student body president Emmy Thompson here today.
1: Welcome to the pod, Emmy. We are so excited to have you.
0: Thank you guys. I'm so excited to be here. Um, Like they said, I'm Emmy Thompson. and I serve as the student body president. Um, So this is super exciting to do this with student government. Um, I'm a senior from Lexington, South Carolina, a public relations major with economics and business administration minors and Technically on the pre-law track, but we're still um, still figuring out what's happening next year. So I
2: right. had no idea you had so many minors. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes
0: I forget, so sometimes I block it out.
1: That's oh, good. Well, Emmy and I obviously met through student government, and then we ran together almost a year ago now, which is insane. But we're excited to talk to her um, for y'all to get to get to know a little bit more about her.
2: Yeah. So let's get started with just. Your backstory and when you knew you wanted to run for president, and kind of how that came to be.
0: Yeah, so I'd been involved in student government since I was a freshman. Um, I served on cabinet, and then I was deputy chief of staff to Reedy Newton, who was the student body president before me. Um, but I kind of got involved with student government in a more um, in a larger role because I was this is this is going to sound kind of dark, but I was just like in a bad place with like all the stuff that was happening in the world and i really just wanted some kind of service outlet where i felt like i could make a tangible difference even if it was small like it didn't have to be solving the world's problems but i just wanted to feel like i was doing something on a daily basis and i knew how much i loved usc and this was just like the perfect avenue for impact and so that was kind of how i decided i wanted to run um and then kind of throughout my time in student government i looked for where the need was and what students needs were i I really feel like it's our job to like meet students needs and not necessarily have our their needs meet our goals and so I kind of looked for ways that we could make tangible change instead of promising um, unrealistic or ambiguous things in student government Um, and i think that's kind of what we ran our campaign on was making tangible change um and like results that students could see and so that was kind of why i ran and that's kind of what's kept me driven throughout yeah Yeah,
1: i will definitely say i'm not gonna hype you up too much but (laughs) when i first met you i just was like so impressed it was like. Because I didn't know, like, obviously I was in student government, but kind of even like my freshman year, I just kind of thought that wasn't for me, the whole, you know, (laughs) poli-sci stereotype (laughs) around student government, but kind of seeing how you used it as a service outlet and saw it that way and being able to make a bigger impact also motivated me a lot to um, get into, get more involved and obviously run for the position. But I just think it's something that, I mean, our exec has done really well this year is kind of changing changing course a little bit and being able to create a better culture within it and just kind of reinstate every single day what the purpose of student government is and why we're
0: here. Yeah, it's definitely a continuous um, thing we have to emphasize, but I am really <laughs> proud of our team this year and how we've done that.
2: Yeah, you guys have done a great job. And even when I, I mean, obviously I was roommates with Amriana and we were close friends and I knew nothing about student government either. I always thought it was all poli-sci majors too, so I was like, oh, I probably won't get involved in that. But Aubriana was like, okay, do you want to be involved in the campaign? I was like, obviously. <laughs> and you Dumb. killed it with as <laughs> being comms director. It was oh awesome. And it was so much fun. And Emmy the entire time, just so impressive. And I remember making your guys' slideshow for the organizations. <laughs> and I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do I fit all this this girl, this girl is impressive. Like, not only on paper, but in person. And both of you were just running such an amazing campaign. And... I'm just so proud of what you guys have done, but because people don't know a lot about student government, what exactly does the president do? I kind of need to know boy. this too. <laughs> oh, gosh, okay.
0: Um, well, it's always hard to put my like, job description in, in, a, yeah. in a short synopsis, but I, the way I try to sum it up is I feel like I wear three different hats. I wear the hat of internal student government president. And so you're managing an organization of about 300 people with often very strong opinions, but really, like, really well-intentioned people mm-hmm. who want to make a difference on campus. And so you're balancing how can all these people work with administration and work with each other to make the best results happen for students. Um, so there's that internal aspect of it. Um, which I'm really thankful to have a good team that helps a lot of those operational functions and then you have the hat of kind of university spokesperson and almost the chief student representative whenever there is like a time to give a speech or they need a student representative or they need student input I'm usually the student they ask to do that and that's been a really fun part of the job for me Mm -hmm. because I love public speaking I love meeting new people and so I've really loved that part but I think the most fulfilling part of the job would be what I always say is like the third hat and often the one that's Hardest to prioritize if your heart's not in it for the right reasons, and that's the the, the student advocacy side of it, and that's mm-hmm. where I feel like most of my fulfillment comes from. And so that was what we campaigned on. It was the making game days more safe, making um, resources more more accessible to students, um, parking, all the big Wi-Fi, like student union, <laughs> all the big projects, making sure that you're advocating for those kinds of things for students and working on initiatives, um, and that's what like. I know I'm super passionate about and I love I mean I can spend hours in the office doing research before I do a proposal to administration on an initiative um, I know like the uber discounts that actually we had um, for the piloted for the game for the Carolina Clemson game and then are working on for next year that took a lot of prep but it was so rewarding to see that kind of thing come into fruition and so um, it's kind of a balance of working on initiatives working with the organization as a whole and then working with administration and, and the community when they need a student representative
2: it's a lot of hats. Yeah, <laughs> so, but I love it. Yeah, so when you're going to advocate for something, what's kind of the process for advocating for that? Like, are you working with administration? Are other students helping you? Or just what are the steps to do that?
0: Definitely both. I think one like growing curve I've had this year is learning how to delegate. I definitely have a certain way I like things done and a certain standard for that, and so um, I've had to work on making sure that everybody's responsibilities are beneficial and I make sure everybody feels valued in that sense. Um, but it is, it is a, a combination of working with students and administration. Kind of the process I go through is if I have an idea or someone on my team has an idea is we, we find the research, I'm very data driven so I want to make sure that there's data that supports whatever we're about to do um, and so making sure we're prepared in that sense of the why. then going after the why, I like to go ahead and have a set plan of if I was in control of this as a whole, this is exactly how it would be. Um, And then once I kind of get to that phase, that's usually when it's pitched to administration. And so, um, for example, like the Uber discount was pitched to Student Affairs and USCPD because we needed more funding than just student government could provide. But we already had Mm -hmm. a plan in place. So it was a lot easier to say, hey, here's what we're doing. Um, And then they were kind of able to tweak it as needed. Um, And so I felt like, administration is usually the one that gives the final approval but it's a lot of grunt work from student government and working Mm -hmm. together as a team um, especially as an exec this year um, and, and making sure we use all the parts then I feel like after administration, then it's the marketing to students. And that's where we're thankful to have Aubriana because I certainly would not want to be doing the comms aspect of things. I was just about to ask, like, how does the
2: vice president role kind of come in with your role and how do you guys work together? Maybe Aubriana, you could just explain what your department does too.
1: I would definitely say it's mainly the comms side that is super connected with, um, like, at least the, like, initiative side of things because like Emmy said, it's all great if we have an idea and we have this amazing thing that we want to do, but if students don't know about it and they don't really understand it, they will not pay attention. So that was a big thing with, I really enjoyed like being able to help with curating the videos this year and the, like even something as simple as the graphics and the blackboard, the blackboard pictures and oh graphics. Yeah. <laughs> we will never live that down. But I don't know, it's just been really cool. Emmy touched on it, like seeing students like be very responsive to things that have been done in student government because that obviously at the end of the day is what it's about. It's amazing to get praises from administration or different higher level people. But there's something special about a general student just being like, Oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. like I saw you guys did this. Like the chargers was like kind of one of the first big Mm -hmm. things. And that was so exciting, seeing all of them checked out and people being like, Oh my gosh, like my phone died at the game and I was able to charge my phone like that is one of the most rewarding things. And so just being able to get that out there to as many students as possible has been really important to me.
2: Yeah, I like that the two of you are able to work together. And I feel like, Abriana, your team is kind of the last step of the process and such a huge part of it too. Um, but that's a long process. Do you ever get, I don't know, stressed out that you won't be <laughs> able to, like, complete everything in just such a short amount of time i feel like it's a long process for each thing you want to get done
0: oh yeah yeah (laughs) um i think it was very eye-opening for all of us to see sometimes how bureaucratic the university is and there is a lot of red tape and there are so many boxes to check off with every initiative um and i'm somebody that's that's a perfectionist one but i also like the big thing in our campaign was that if we said we were going to do something i wanted to do it and i wanted to maintain integrity throughout this year Mm -hmm. um and even if i know students aren't like like carefully watching our campaign <laughs> and being like, oh, they didn't do this one little tiny thing. But I want to at least say that we tried every single thing. And so sometimes, yeah. yes, it has been stressful this year to not know if I will get every single thing done. Um, that's been a conversation with, with with administration, with my therapist, with the other execs. <laughs> um, but Thank you, school counselor. Yeah. I <laughs> love you. But, um, but it, it's a slow process, but I think it's worth it. And I think it's important too, to make sure that we in the next few months are transitioning the next people well, so that we have continuity. Because there are, I mean, in terms of campaigning, we hit pretty much all of our initiatives this year, and I'm really proud of that. But there are the large scale advocacy projects that may have started during our term that will have to continue mm-hmm. beyond that. and so. You know, we had really good success with a board presentation about Wi-Fi and some funds and perpetual funding for Wi-Fi, and I was really excited about that. But we also need the next person to keep advocating Mm -hmm. um, for that perpetual funding model. Sorry, that's a mouthful. (laughs) Um, And making sure it's prioritized as the new CIO steps in. With Russell House, that's not going to be built in a day (laughs) since Ross Lordo. That's a long project. (laughs) Yeah, 2015, I remember the student body president back then, Ross Lordo, gave a presentation to the board about it, and then I gave one to them in January, and so it's, wow. it's crazy that that's, I'm not good with math, but that's what, eight years? Eight, I <laughs> yeah. 24, nine, nine years, years. Yeah. now. Um, and so it just shows- <laughs> It's a little shows, overdue. <laughs> it's a little overdue, but it also shows the importance of people continuing to push mm-hmm. because there are things that are slower than others. Were there
2: things that carried on from last year that you felt like you were working on this year?
0: I think parking would probably be the big one, and we, during our campaign, touched on more tangible solutions to parking, Um, And so making sure that parking was was affordable and then also making sure students knew where they could park. And then I don't think that we realized quite how – much that would be taken into account per se that people notice that we said that because we have a new parking and transportation director mm-hmm. and he's working on having by the end of the spring actually technology in place through a Park Zen program where you can look on your phone and see where parking is available oh, on campus. I'm very. excited It's gonna be about so that. nice. I yeah. So just just to hype that program up a little wow. bit. By the end of the spring, it'll be in the surface lots. So you have an AD pass. It'll show you where there's spots available wow. on those. The goal and, and and keyword is goal. By the end of <laughs> next year, by the end of the spring, it'd be in the garages and then. Eventually the metered spots as well. So at some point you'd be able to see in general everywhere on campus that there is a parking spot available. Slight promo um, wow. because the more people that use the app,
1: the better it works. So yeah. It, yeah. it really ha- that has to be a big like communication thing. Yeah. But on the point, you're talking about like some of these higher level advocacy points. And I don't think people realize like if they've just seen you and your presidency, like that's not exactly necessarily the norm to have such good like, communication with the board and all that. What would you say has been important for you, how you conduct yourself and how you communicate with some of those higher level administration people that might not in typical situations listen to a student, but in, well, from what I've seen, they listen to you a lot mm-hmm. and they very much value your opinion.
0: Um, well, for one, thank you for saying that. I um, definitely couldn't do it without the advisors and the team that we've had around us we have built a really good reputation in student government administration this year because we've shown that internally we can work together and collaborate and get stuff done. And I think people take that into account. In terms of just in general relationships with the board and with administration, I think one thing that I always try to do is before I present an idea, I have a structured plan in place. And so all of my presentations to them have had so much data, I've had so much research in advance, and they've also had conversations in advance. Um, I think something that historically student government sometimes has gotten off track with is we'll pass a resolution or a recommendation or we'll criticize something. We've never actually had a conversation with that department. So I think that it was always important to me to go in with data, go in with the why, but also have a just genuine conversation with whoever we're trying to work on something on. And then in general, there's just a level of respect and humility that comes with mm-hmm. it. I think that like sometimes the board gets a bad rep, but at the end of the day, like they care so much about this university and I've been so honored to work with them and just seeing what they've accomplished in their careers, going into it and knowing that like these people have worked really hard and you should have a level of respect for what they do One hundred percent from a volunteer basis for this mm-hmm. university. Um, and so just, just learning from them um, and always trying to remember that my voice is important, but rubbing salt in the wound never, never helps, so mm-hmm. it always is better to um, form relationships and just, um, I don't know, genuinely just be kind to people.
2: I think that's great advice for kind of all aspects, not just being student body president yeah. and very mm-hmm. important. <laughs> but honestly, in any aspect, when you're working with people who are older than you or who are higher up in their career, I think just really being prepared and having that plan always helps out. But going back to your three hats, what would you say <laughs> is your biggest accomplishment with each hat?
0: Ooh, <laughs> okay. Each hat. I've never been asked biggest, this question before. Biggest or favorite? Um, you're proud favorite. Of. Mm-hmm. I would say from like the, the student representative, the most like impactful. I feel like speech and like thing, event I got to be part of this year was the 60th anniversary of desegregation for the university. Um, that was such a special event. Mm-hmm. It was they also revealed the desegregation statue in the horseshoe, and I remember just being in such all of the students. Two of them are still alive. And just like the wisdom they were able to share, and I was just so honored that I was even asked to be a part of that event, and so that was monumental. And so that was probably my favorite thing I've gotten to do. Um, I also love to say the student body speech. I just love giving speeches, <laughs> um, and so it was it was really um, reflective for me to get to go through and look at all we've done this year, and look at what's still to come in these last two months, and just reflect on what needs to be um, continued on past our mm-hmm. time. For the internal, I think that I we would probably, everybody on exec mm-hmm. would say the same thing. I'm so excited for the culture we have going in student mm-hmm. government. I'm so excited. I've been a part of <laughs> four different administrations, and I think that they've all, like I've, I, there's something I admire about each of those presidents and each of those execs, but we have probably one of the most cohesive execs that we've had in a long, long Mm -hmm. time. We're actually all friends. (laughs) We actually get along. And it doesn't matter that a lot of us have different political views because we've brought that out of student government. Mm -hmm. We've made it a nonpartisan organization where we're making tangible change for students and we're not just talking about political issues that don't affect the daily lives of students. So Mm -hmm. I'm super proud of that culture that we've created internally. Um, And I think it speaks well for, for every person in the organization who's also contributed to that. I agree. Um, it's so hard to pick from the advocacy side because I just, I love my job. I love it so much. And that's my favorite part of it. You can pick a
2: couple. (laughs) I will
0: probably say the game day stuff. We checked those off pretty, pretty efficiently. Mm -hmm. So getting the chargers, portable chargers, the student section of the stadium and the Uber discounts on game Mm -hmm. days. And that's um that was huge that was everyone was talking oh my about gosh it. Yeah.
1: like on game day like one of our roommates friends like came up to our, our apartment and was like hey thanks for the uber discount yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. everybody awesome. was talking about it. everyone was so excited i was excited
0: no it's it, it's really cool and i'm excited i know this will air afterwards but i'm excited for the hoops week discount this yes. weekend oh, um me too. that'll be that'll be <laughs> that'll be cool with eight dollars off for students um, and then I'm excited for that to turn into a permanent thing for game days next year, which we're still in negotiations on the funding for that, so I don't want to, like, make any official <laughs> declarations about, like, what that's going to look like. But those are things I think during our campaign resonated with students, mm-hmm. and then it was cool to see it come into reality and, again, resonate with mm-hmm. students. Um, so probably that. And then I would also say from a not really, like, the things that were in our control, because I feel like those are pretty much student government, very heavily driven initiatives. Mm-hmm. I'm really proud of... Um, the two presentations I've given to board on Wi-Fi and IT and why that needs to be better for students. (laughs) Everybody's had an issue there. And then I would also say the presentation at their retreat, which was on parking, um, student organization funding, and the new student union.
1: Wow.
2: Lots of stuff you've accomplished. A lot. I can speak on being in student government, and I did not know what to expect, um, and I've just loved it so much, and I feel like I've met so many people that I would have never met Mm-hmm. Not being in student government. so
0: I think and that's the beauty. Be I think that's the beauty of student government is it is it brings together such a diverse um, group of people on campus with different interests. and I think I said this in my speech for of the student body, but something that I've been proud about student government taking in stride this year is I'm a big believer that to be like to represent campus, you have to first be a part of campus. and mm-hmm. I love that our members this year are involved in, in Greek life, in cultural organizations, in political groups, in club sports. Um, they're at games, they're at, they're downtown, they're at church, they're everywhere. And Mm -hmm. it's like cool to see that it's not just your political science majors or just one group of people. Like we Mm -hmm. really do represent so many aspects of student life here. And that's been really cool.
2: And it is hard to unite such a huge group of people, especially when it's so divided between president, vice president, speaker, senators. But I feel like I've met people in all aspects of student government, just through, like, social events or even going to, like, the programming events, too. Mm -hmm. And everyone's just so friendly and willing to advocate for things and just get to know each other. So we've got some great freshmen great
0: too that are going to be oh, amazing yeah. leaders in the future. They're so so fun. they're my favorite, not to play favorites, <laughs> but <laughs> they are my favorite. They're oh <laughs> so driven and they're, they're so like passionate about making an impact. And that mm-hmm. makes me feel really like happy in my heart as I like kind of get ready to pass on the baton uh, that there are people coming up after us that will have that same initiative yeah. and drive.
1: And kind of on that theme of, Sort of mentorship like with freshmen like as you've come up into this role and throughout college i mean you can choose to speak on whichever you feel like is more impactful but like who are some of your like biggest mentors and how have they helped you get to the point that you're at and continue to help you because being a mentor obviously is not a okay let me get you to this point and then we're done but like is about that continuous relationship
0: yeah i From a student government perspective, I wouldn't be who I am today without Reedy Newton. She was the president before me, but she was also my very good friend. Um, And we still probably talk at least every other week on the phone um, for hours at a time (laughs) just because there's nobody that fully, I feel like, gets the job until you do the job. And it is Mm -hmm. so wonderful to have somebody that is still willing to help me when I have a question and talk through things or just let me vent. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember last year as her deputy chief of staff, it was so rewarding to watch her drive in this role and just – see her passion and knowing that I wanted to like do uh, exude that similar kind of care for the university um and so I, I truly wouldn't be where I am without her um and just what she taught me um, about the role about life mm-hmm. about everything and then outside of that I mean I have a just incredible family both of my parents are teachers and they're so just caring they're just so they're so, so kind, they're so <laughs> so kind, kind people. and they just genuinely just care so much about making somebody's life better. And they care about every single student they've taught. They care about every person that they talk to at a restaurant or on the street. They just are such good people. And it just makes me wanna be a better person. And the same goes for my sister. I mean, she was my biggest role model growing up always and and still is, so I'm, I'm just very blessed from all ends. In that aspect. And mm. when we're talking about my family, I also have a really cute dog. And, <laughs> yes, you do. and he will not be making an appearance for campaign season this year for the first time ever oh. It's a little sad, but he I just had, love campaigning. He does. And I just had to give him a shout out at some point while we were on the pod. And that Sweet. felt like the good time I mean, we Shout
1: coming. out to your dad for making, what, 100 pounds of hibachi? Yes,
0: we, like, yeah, we, we calculated he, had, he did cook over 100 pounds of teriyaki chicken this year for hibachi what? by the horseshoe. Um, And he was so happy to do it. It was Mm -hmm. honestly a really cool thing for me to get to do. I know that was another thing that we talked about, and students were like, no way you're doing that. And I was like, I'm doing that. Yeah, Yeah. why not? (laughs) not?
2: (laughs) Yeah, talk a little bit more about that. like." That was so successful this year. I mean, the hibachi would run out so fast because I was running.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was so much fun because it was one of the most organic ways I felt like I interacted with students this year because it was passing out free food. Mm-hmm. And it was good food. It was no good. Homemade good. Sauce, oh, free food. <laughs> and I, I take it for granted, but my dad is a good chef. He makes good fried rice and good teriyaki chicken, and I take credit for the white sauce and pouring the sweet sauce in <laughs> the rice. But that's about it. Yep. Um, and so that was fun because I felt like it was a very signature event that mm-hmm. I did that I mean, I don't. No president's certainly done that before, and no one will do it after because I mean, it does partially like speak to my roots. Like I'm in a Japanese American family, and so it was cool for me to kind of bring that aspect into this role. But it was just really cool to see that people liked it, and I had a blast doing it. I think that was on my staff's. Favorite things in general, so
2: it was my favorite thing.
0: <laughs> we'll also make you forget, hibachi anytime you want.
2: I just want hibachi. <laughs> I remember during the campaign last year when you had me edit the hibachi video. Yeah, my mouth was. A <laughs> I was like, this looks like the best hibachi ever, and I'm not like a huge Japanese food fan. Like sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's never been my favorite. But I could eat your hibachi. I think for every single meal breakfast I'm, lunch dinner seven days a week like,
0: <laughs> it's so good i'm honorable i will cook you guys hibachi anytime Yay. i know my chief of <laughs> staff pat and he's still like will you make me a like a hibachi for my birthday and always, like, yeah. always. And just because i'm not present anymore doesn't mean i'm gonna stop cooking the food that i like oh my gosh
2: that's <laughs> awesome um so how have you tried to mentor your staff and froco members and just people in student government
0: yeah i think something that I've grown into this year, but I I really believe firmly is that impact isn't always about what you accomplish, but what others can accomplish because of you. And so it's been important to me to make sure that people are included in the work I'm doing, one, so that they can see firsthand how to do things. Mm -hmm. Um, But also the biggest thing from a mentorship perspective is just organic conversations with people. I've tried, if anybody wants to get coffee, to get coffee with them. If somebody has a question, my office door is usually always open unless I'm in a meeting. Um, and so just being available and, and having conversations. And then I think the biggest thing that I've tried to Im- Im- impart on people is please do it for the right reasons. Um, mm-hmm. It's really easy to get caught up in the like fun and perks of the job and it's really easy to get caught up in um, when internal things go wrong and there's drama because there always is and there's this many people with opinions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but do it for the right reasons. I mean, it may seem really small, but I do think that like the changes you make in a student's life can have a big effect. And so even if small changes don't seem like they're making an impact, they do. And so just remember that this is at the end of the day a service-oriented organization. And I've, I've tried really hard to have that resonate with people.
2: Yeah, that's a great point because I feel like also looking from the outside, you don't look at student government and go like, oh, you know, they're a service organization. Yeah. It's just kind of hard to like, remember that having a position and then also from the outside perspective. Um, but enough of student government for was, a little bit okay yeah Let's give um, a little break so you're very busy with all your hats and such <laughs> so how do you maintain kind of like that work-life balance and has it been really hard for you this past
1: year oh my god I don't, i've heard, heard that term I, yeah i don't know
0: if work-life balance is, is, is uh is common in my life but it's partially because i love my work i yeah. love being student body president and so it's fun for me to spend my nights here in the office. <laughs> and it's it's fun for me to get to hang out with you guys and do this kind of thing. Um, and so I don't necessarily always see it as work. I, my sleep has taken a hit. I will be very yeah, blunt about that. Sure, I, yeah. I don't sleep anywhere near as much as I used to. Um, but I can sleep when I graduate is what I always tell people. That you get four years, <laughs> I five minutes away from all of your best friends and I'm going to make the most of it. Um, but I do, I will say, I always prioritize, like, my friends and social life and my family because I think that's so important in college. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like if your relationships aren't the number one thing in your life, you're probably doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, student buddy president at the end of the day is one year, but those are friendships that will hopefully last a lifetime. I mean, my sorority mm-hmm. sisters will probably be my bridesmaids. abrana you're going to probably get suck in that too so <laughs> hey um, I but i I, I do down. feel like it's really important and i also think again like to represent campus you have to be a part of campus so i shouldn't not be at jake's on wednesdays and i shouldn't <laughs> not be at the things that i would want to go to like games and stuff just because of this because honestly i hear more complaints about parking at at downtown and, and mm-hmm. at sporting events than i ever do in a forum or in my office so well that's yeah.
1: so true like something my mom like she doesn't understand that sometimes because I'll be like oh I couldn't go to bed until like 4 a.m. last night like I was working on this Spanish project and I had this finance exam and I had this to do for student government and this for blah 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 she's like oh well what are are you just gonna rest tonight like since you have a little bit more time I'm like no I'm gonna like hang out with my friends and she's (laughs) like well well why and I'm like mom it's gonna be worse for me to just sit Mm -hmm. there alone and sleep than like enjoy time with the people I love and like have that social interaction and like I know that's huge for me and it's what motivates me too and I know you can speak to that as well like having the people around you supporting you and loving you and also telling you all these things that (coughs) they want fixed are honestly some of the best things sometimes.
0: Oh yeah absolutely I mean I guess I'm an extrovert you could say but I I. (laughs) Potentially. <laughs> yeah. I recharge on people. I don't recharge on and sitting in my Me room. Too. So so that's kind of how I balance things this year, if you want to call it balance. That's
2: awesome. And being your senior year, I mean you just Scary have so work. much going on. And I know you probably don't want this question. <laughs>
0: but what's coming up for you? So what are your goals? we've got so we've got some options. Oh. Um <laughs> I am most likely going to law school. I will go to that's law school awesome. at some point, whether it is next year or the year after that. Um, I have I think I want to do litigation. I've teetered between different areas of what I want to do with that, but but we'll see. I, I do like the like client aspect of law where you get to work on an individual's case and then kind of see it to fruition of helping them. So that would be really rewarding for me. And I've always been proud of my, I guess, writing and, and persuasive speaking skills. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be a really good path. Um, And I just like policy and law and all that fun stuff. But so that will come (laughs) into fruition at some point in terms of next year. um, It'll either be law school working potentially in D.C. um, So we'll see. We'll see. I'll keep you guys updated.
2: Yay. Lots of exciting options. So
0: random. But I just thought about if, like, you could do –
1: anything like any job in the world do anything with your time regardless of money whatever it is what would you what would you be doing would you be working i'd be singing? <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: what? I, I, I feel I like i forgot about again, your guitar skills yeah i i fun fun fact about me is i actually do write silly songs you have sang for us before yeah and i don't beautiful i don't i don't sing sing <laughs> but if i like if, if talent didn't matter like that was that what i would, would want to write songs and sing i <laughs> like performer genuinely. Yeah, like but like what I,
2: kind of perform like a country, country singer? singer, probably oh, I I, like could some see Kelsey that. Ballerini,
0: Megan Maroney oh, kind of yeah. vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, but but no, but I I see. I always go back and forth because I love the idea of being like a novelist or writing, doing something like that. But I don't know if it would give me the kind of fulfillment I need of feeling like I'm directly affecting somebody. But I always have to remember that every job help somebody in some way, and then you Mm -hmm. never know when that person's going to go and change the world. You can
2: also write on the side. Since Mm -hmm. you love it so much, you know that can be a hobby at some
0: point. Maybe you'll release a memoir later. (laughs) You will. (laughs) A memoir of student body president. I'm sure it's going to be a bestseller. I'll buy it. (laughs) it. A tell-all.
2: Obviously. Um, well, that's all really exciting, and whatever you do, I'm just so excited I'm to see so excited you I'm so excited for you guys. You're just well. so impressive. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I was going to ask, like, oh, are you going to take a year off to relax, <laughs> but I realized that was a really stupid question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I may take a year off before law school, but not necessarily to relax, just to get some different kind of work experience. Yeah. I, if I go to law school, it'll probably be here, just because I love South Carolina. I know the people. I know the problems. And so if you want to practice here, it makes sense to go here, and obviously a Gamecock through and through. But I think it could be really helpful for me to gain perspective by moving somewhere else first. Yeah. So We'll
2: see. Yeah. Um, last question before we get into kind of your Columbia favorites. Okay. Um, how can students get involved in student government and what are kind of the different roles they can do? I know there's a million roles, but. Yeah,
0: well first and foremost, I think it is one of the best things you can get involved with because no matter what your interests are, there's probably an avenue that will suit your suit your skill set. Um, so I can speak first for the president's branch. So. Um, In my office, you have the executive cabinet, which oversees their own individual departments. So you have things like athletics, health and well-being, um, safety and transportation. So that kind of thing. So if you're interested in a certain department and you're very, like, self-driven, that would be the best place for you. Um, On my staff, you're working really heavily on some of the internal things in student government um, and then also the initiatives that I campaigned on. So I've worked really closely with my staff this year on, like, Hibachi by the Horseshoe and the Uber discounts and that kind of stuff. Um, and then also in the president's branch, we have government relations, so there's three different lobbying agencies, local, state, and federal, um, and they work to prepare reports each year to present to um, legislators, city officials, um, and even go up to DC um, oh, wow. on issues facing students at USC and different things that we can do to improve that and they meet with those people throughout the year. So if you're interested in more of a actual government um, area of student government, that's mm-hmm. the one I would suggest. Um, there's I didn't also even know we had that. yeah they are in their yeah. busy season right now. We have Carolina Canada Day at the State House. Um, oh Yeah, I signed up. I'm yeah, yeah. No, it's really fun. It's it's just a big like celebrate Carolina Day. So it's awesome. Cool. Um, then within Senate, if you're more of a loves to write in like a legislative fashion um, and want some more like structure, I would say Senate is probably the best place for you. They have their own committees that mirror cabinet. So you have like Student Life, inclusion and equity, etc., academics, all that fun mm-hmm. stuff. um And they write bills recommendations and resolutions so recommendations and resolutions kind of make suggestions to administration on um, things that should be changed at the university and then bills change any of our internal functions um so it 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 probably is the most similar to how like the real government functions um and then treasurer's office is handles the money so if you're (laughs) a if you're if you're a darla person that typically is where you you love to be um, especially if you're finance or accounting, mm-hmm. um, but they handle all the student organization funding as well as our internal budget. And in then I'm gonna let you, I'll am i let you take VP's <laughs> office, you know better than I do. Thanks, oh my gosh. Um. So it's in really the fine. VP's <laughs> office, yeah, I think it's really fun. Um,
1: there's like three main areas for the freshmen. The big area obviously is freshman council, even though what's pretty cool about USC that I didn't really realize was kind of unique to us in the SEC at least is that we can like freshmen can get involved in other areas as well, such as like vacant Senate seats or on cabinet committees or wherever they can apply when they get here. But um, freshman council is like the big point they, like Emmy talked about, are super motivated also on committees. And then also in the vice president's office is programming. And so those are kind of the events that you may see like throughout campus, um, maybe some panels typically focused on different issues that students may face um, and like connecting them to resources such as like safety and mental health. But then the other aspect that we spoke on earlier is communications and a lot of that, um, it can be, it's it's external communications for the most part to the student body and I like to think that like the most impactful thing through that is communicating those initiatives that student government has worked on Mm -hmm. so hard to implement to students so that they come to fruition in its full capacity and then there's me oh and then there's brand <laughs> outreach yes that was that's something this year that's new and each office was able to implement and i think it's kind of cool like seeing what the position has looked like like in different ways in each like office and i know Bryn's had a lot of fun doing this and i knew she would <laughs> so that's why i was like Bryn, do you want to do you want to do the podcast with me
2: yeah, yeah. This is definitely the main part of my job, which I was not expecting at all. But I could not be happier. So,
0: yeah, this I, is fun. You got I know, a fun job, right?
2: <laughs> I know. I really ended up with something super fun. Okay, so you're from Columbia. We want to ask your Columbia Lexington. favorites. <laughs> Washington, Lex-
0: three minutes away. It's not not too far. So yeah, yeah
2: Columbia area. <laughs> so we would love to know your Columbia favorites. So let's start with. Restaurant?
1: Yeah, restaurant.
0: Dinner restaurant. Yes. Dinner restaurant. Okay. So I have I have two. If I'm if it's a casual dinner, you have to go to San Jose. It is Obviously. the best Mexican, <laughs> and it's like a local chain, and it's like it's so good. We take all my friends from out of state there. It's your just typical like family style Mexican food. But it's, is that the it's one the you best. brought me
2: to before the Cat in the Hat?
0: Yes, <laughs> yes, that was, yes. yes. That, our, that our Speaker at the Senate was the cat in the hat in. Um, <laughs> so all comes full circle. That would be San Jose. Shout out um, Village Theater. Yes, yes, yes. And then if I want, like, a nice dinner, Il Giorgine on Divine Street, Ooh. the best pasta. You get the El Dorado, get a nice glass of Pinot Noir. It'll be the best dinner of your life. Oh, um, But it's still, like, pretty affordable, right? It like, it's is, like, it is. Like, I'm I would say pasta is still, like, it's still under $30. So, like, for a nice dinner, that that's the place to go.
2: I might need to look into that for Valentine's Day.
1: They're so unfortunately booked. Me and oh. me and my roommate looked
0: <laughs> like two weeks ago. We looked and they were already booked. Oh, um, wow. Imagine having somebody and knowing in advance you're gonna be on a date. Then that's crazy. So, <laughs> you know. I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Thomas made a reservation a few weeks in the back at Ambrosia Tavern.
0: Okay. Yeah. I've I've heard of that place. I haven't been there, but it'll be great. You'll
2: we'll we'll see. see how it goes. I've never been either, so I'm excited. Um. Okay. How about breakfast or brunch?
0: De the Prados. There, I get the breakfast croissant with, with bacon and cheese and mm. I get the, but I get, it's the fruit because who wants fruit? I get <laughs> the two sides, I get two sides of the potato cheese casserole and it's amazing. So I highly recommend the potato cheese casserole. It's very good. So Yum.
1: good. Um, this is, okay, I was gonna ask you your favorite sporting event to go to. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> there's a twist. It can't be one of the big, three (laughs) basketball football or baseball (laughs) any what are your favorite like or what's your favorite what's the word niche sport to go
0: to for carolina games or just in general oh well i guess Uh, (laughs) i mean for carolina um i will say (laughs) this isn't gonna i don't know if this counts i'm gonna (laughs) say cock hockey because i've always had so much fun Mm -hmm. going to the hockey games um, and, and people always laugh because like, oh, we don't have a hockey team. Said, oh, we have a hockey team. We do have, we a, have a hockey, hockey team. team. <laughs> so they win, like, every time. They're really good. Yeah. And they're fun. They pack the plex. So good for them.
2: I know. I tried to, I mean, Abriana went last week, but we tried a few weeks ago, and it sold out within, like, 30 seconds.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah,
2: so. it's crazy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, okay, well, you stole my favorite, but let's <laughs> see. Uh, favorite coffee shop.
0: Mm, okay, I have I, I have two answers here. So my favorite for just, like, the best actual coffee is Knowledge Perk or More Cafe, as a lot of people like to call it because it was a funeral home before. But it's the big white house. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's the big yeah. white house we across just law school. It, yeah. It's where our Chief Justice lives, actually. So it was I a funeral home? It is just revealed where he lives in the podcast. I <laughs> oh, will. He's fine. Um, <laughs> it used to be, yeah, it used to be a funeral home, but great coffee. I also love the Oliver Gospel Roastery. Um it's been cool to see them kind of come up and about and I just like that what their mission is and so I like to study there. But. Cool. Um okay, hidden gem
2: in Colombia that you don't really hear people talking about a lot,
0: I mean, other than San Jose. <laughs> um oh gosh. Any
2: category, just Any something category. that you're like gatekeeping just a little bit. I feel like you don't gatekeep things though. So.
0: I don't know if I do. Yeah, yeah you like to share. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh.
1: Do you, do you want to marinate on that one yeah, yeah let me circle think back. let me think on it
0: okay yeah i'll think on it
1: um so you're you like to obviously in when you can get in like a good workout what's your favorite type of like physical activity
0: Ooh. and like where
1: Depression. you like to go in Colombia?
0: <laughs> um something new that i realized i loved actually being here over the summer was pilates um, we did them at mm-hmm. Um, like every week. That was like the only thing that like made me happy to get out of bed at like six thirty a.m. <laughs> um, and so I actually really enjoyed that. I have truthfully like never been to like a real workout like place because it's such a good deal to pay like it twenty really bucks is. and get unlimited classes at Strom. So. I guess Strom Thurmond Wellness and Fitness Center would be my favorite place <laughs> to work out. It's just I don't know. They I have like
1: good classes. First, think so about it, cheap. and it's like it's so cool because most of the instructors are students. So you're like, wow, you you get me. Yeah. We're yeah. the same age, pretty much. Like you understand. What I'm going through, but they're also really good instructors too, and they're so motivating because they're not like old, not to say anything about other instructors, <laughs> but they're not like old and like they don't really look down on you. Because sometimes I get real nervous in workout yeah. classes when it's some like super experienced mm-hmm. person that, yeah, I'm, like, like, you I can't yoga. do that. <laughs> yes. You go to yoga and it's like some 60 <laughs> year old that's like doing some they've crazy they've been on yoga pose.
2: retreats for years, <laughs> they like know these insane poses and breathing exercises, and you're just like. I'm just here to stretch. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah. Okay. Um I'm trying to think of another favorite. Have any other ones? Um, favorite place to shop. Oh
0: yeah, that's good.
2: Cuz I need some recommendations.
0: So this is hard because I feel like I'm not like the the biggest shopper. I love to buy business professional. <laughs> I like anything tweed. <laughs> and I think you do love tweed do and love you tweed. look good in tweed. you look so good thank in you tweed. <laughs> guys thanks. I appreciate it tweed and um
2: leopard print
0: thanks <laughs> so sweet um so I'm a big old line shopper in that sense but if I had to pick somewhere in Colombia, um it would be tied between vestique and Ivy and Leo for just like cute clothes um but vestique my roommate has a discount code so I tend to go there more frequently oh. now Laney is Laney still an ambassador I don't even think so, but her El Quickle Ten still works if you want to really. Off, so you guys <laughs> can all write that down.
2: I'll have to use that. Wow. Okay, I think that's
0: all the favorites. Did Thank you, you come up with the gem? Oh jab? yeah. The only thing I could come up with was uh, there's one of the Riverwalks that I feel like people don't know about. It's over by the Casey Tennis Center, and nobody ever Is goes. It to that Canal one. side? No. Oh. It's, oh. You go a like, new one. You go across <laughs> the Blossom Street Bridge, then you take a left. Um, near Krispy Kreme, and you'll eventually get to it. But it's kind of like in the woods. Like, don't go alone, ladies. <laughs> like, no, I don't think anything bad has happened. My mom just said never go to that one alone, um, and so <laughs> I never have. But um, it's probably would be the hidden gem. Besides Wait, that's exciting. That's a good I love hidden a hidden gem. Okay, yeah, I'll take you guys because we need to go as a group. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, sounds good. Just a little in the woods. Just bring like
2: a group of ten, just yeah. like create an army.
0: <laughs> yeah, we can block off the entire walk. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I would have to say that. But but ultimately, it would have been San Jose. Because okay. I feel like that's the <laughs> underrated Mexican place because everyone goes to Cantina.
2: And yeah, I every. was going to Monterey's. Um, or Monterey's. Monterey's
1: is a good, like, close spot. Yeah. But kind of last out of the favorites, I feel like we have to ask you, what's your favorite memory as a Gamecock?
2: Oh, yeah.
0: <clears throat> and it, it can be whatever you want. You don't have to. It
2: doesn't have to relate to student yeah. government.
0: <clears throat> can I give... Can I give two answers and one of them has a part A and a part B? Get for Sorry, it. that was. have was...
1: had four years here. You know, there's a lot. That
2: was and extravagant. You've done a lot more than most. You've got a lot to
0: talk about. Uh, I loved campaigning last year. I have never been one to be like enjoying like the politics side of the job, <laughs> but I feel like we've been reminiscing recently, and it was such a blast. We got to meet so World many people. Win. It, we got to go to so many events. It was just so much fun, and I think our team brought together so many people who would not have met otherwise. Mm-hmm. And I just love the friendships that formed from that, and I will always cherish those two weeks and and that moment of being announced next team, mighty president. It was just it was incredibly special. So that would probably be my favorite, just like overarching memory. But just two specific ones: um, storming the field for Tennessee is hard to beat. Oh, that was yeah. incredible. And then storming the basketball court, actually a few weeks ago for Kentucky. Um, I was really excited to get to be a part of both of those huge sporting wins. So, one of these days,
1: I'll be there. I think I'm a bad luck charm. I've missed (laughs) every, like, upset or, like, good game that we've had by, like, no specific reason. It's like either I just didn't get a ticket or something like that. And then it's the craziest game, and I'll be watching it on TV. And I'm like, you know, it'd be really nice to be five minutes down the road. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. When everyone's posting, they're
2: like, this is crazy. I'm like, yeah
1: when i go Which it's like the so tightest game
0: or we just lose yeah <laughs> well and hopefully we'll get to jump in the teacup fountain again this year if our women's basketball team oh. keeps oh, it up because be that was so really fun that was fun, that was fun. that's remember. one of my favorite memories because mm-hmm. we were
2: at east quad so we were just like running to the oh, fountain, yeah. and like everyone was just jumping and it was so fun
0: yeah i, I remember we it. were at old chicago and we like so one of my friends drove us there with like sandstorm on the way to the fountain um. but that was that was really cool to see so many people from campus all in a fountain together yes so on, on a lovely so clean fountain yeah <laughs> I, I didn't realize they like had to that how bad that water is and we actually i actually got in it a couple months ago when we filmed that like <laughs> friends mock video it was green um, and it was green but <laughs> you know worth it for the video worth yeah it, that video worth was it for
2: so the content.
0: and the christmas cards and the christmas <laughs> the cards are fun cards, it's all about fresh. that all about the culture <laughs> yep. yeah
2: Okay, well thank you so much Emmy. Yes, this thank has you been y'all. So fun. <laughs> no, I
0: love doing this. Have me on anytime. I learned so much and
2: I'm sure <laughs> we could go on for hours and hours talking about <laughs> everything you've accomplished, and everything you're going to accomplish. Yeah, so, so thank you so much for being here. Uh, yeah. Thank y'all. Yeah. This was fun.
0: <laughs>